What's going on, guys? Akali baseball beat writer Daniel Allen going solo today, for, live from the heart of Oklahoma State University, uh, bringing you production of episode nine of the Okali baseball podcast, The Pen Guys. Wow, episode nine. That's guys, it's gone by fast. The season's really gone by fast, but we've. I know I can speak for the guys when I say we've enjoyed every moment of it. Um, I know nine episodes, that already surpasses our slate from a season ago, which lasted only four short episodes. But nonetheless, we're here. We've lasted a full season. We've enjoyed sticking with you guys all season long. And more importantly, we appreciate you guys sticking with us all season long. We've enjoyed providing you guys a platform to stay engrossed with the everyday activities of Oklahoma State baseball, um, current news and you know, roster and pitching updates and like I said, we've enjoyed every moment of it, and we certainly are eager to keep this going in years to come. So, without further ado, guys, there's really not much to recap from the uh, standpoint of last weekend. Oklahoma State faced its, its final non-conference opponent of the 2023 season, East Tennessee State, where the Cowboys swept the Bucks in three games. OSU concluded its non-conference schedule. Uh, with a record of 23 and seven, like I said, swept the Bucks in three games in dominant fashion. Frankly, the only fashion that it should have. Um, I remember being asked in our mailbag that we do every week, uh, what what would have happened if 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 OSU didn't sweep? Well, OSU's was facing an opponent below the the ranks of the 200s in ERA. Oklahoma State needed to sweep. I mean, you know, you look hindsight's 2020. OSU's RPI dropped two spots after the series sweep. It would have dropped much more had OSU not swept. And, you know, like I said, guys, it really wasn't even close. I, I know you look at that series opener was 7-4. to four. I mean, yeah, only three-run margin. But um, OSU dominated that game, too. Yeah, East Tennessee State had a late rally. OSU fended its opponent off and ultimately got the series sweep. Looking forward, OSU sits at 33-14 and 14 heading into well, where this podcast gets interesting. Kansas State Wildcats, guys, have certainly taken the college baseball award by storm. I remember pre-2022, or the 2022 season, rather, we were, I was sitting there you know, looking at Dom Johnson – Dylan Phillips and thinking that that team last year could have you know, gone on a run and possibly made a made a regional as a three seed. Fast forward, that team finished twenty nine and twenty nine, even with a, a top ten batter and Dom Johnson ranked top ten in the Big Twelve in individual batting average, along with phenomenal two way star Dylan Phillips. Uh, you fast forward and you know <clears throat> the Wildcats sit without both of those people and you know they Pete Hughes goes out and you know grabs Owen Barama from the division three ranks and he's he's no I know this name might sound familiar to you true college baseball fans Jordan Wicks he's no Jordan Wicks um, he, he's no gem that Pete Hughes's teams have been unable to attain on uh, in an ace role uh, during his tenure in Manhattan but frankly, Owen Barama's been very serviceable on Friday nights for the Wildcats. 
I know ZRA might not do justice and properly, in my opinion, properly illustrate his performance and overall makeup. I mean, up to this point in the season, but he's given the Wildcats extended innings and given them multiple quality Friday night outings and multiple series opening wins. So, some Oklahoma State does have in its favor, however, uh, outside the of the fact that Oklahoma State plays really well at home. Guys, Kansas State's only 13-9 and nine on the road. I know my, my journalism professors are going to chew me out for using this cliche, but road games have been a thorn in the Wildcats' side this year. Like I said, 13-9 and nine in true road games, and only 5-4 and four against high major opponents, or Big 12 opponents. One of those... Three of those nine games include a series loss on the road to conference bottom dweller Baylor. Kansas State won the series opener and ended up dropping the next two to what, in retrospect, is frankly an embarrassing and you know resume affecting series loss in a bad way, obviously. And Oklahoma State plays really well at Obrate Stadium and. You know, Jerron Watts-Brown is not too long ago, about four weeks ago, was sitting at a 2.61 ERA of D1 Baseball's midseason uh, All-American watch list. It was on the Golden Spikes midseason award watch list, also known as or referred to by many as the Heisman Trophy of College Baseball. His ERA since elevated to 4.01. Um, you know, he got it down to 3.98 after last weekend, but he struggled to go... He struggled to go beyond four or five innings, and some people got to remember a season ago, um, he, he got demoted to the to the Long Beach State bullpen during his time in Long Beach. Um, he he struggled to throw strikes, and that issue has seemingly resurfaced as of late. But you know, we we've seen ebbs and flows over the past years with good pitches at OSU, and you know, I personally I have no doubt. I, I, I don't think this is really a cause for concern. I think OSU has its ace pitcher. Um, I think I, I think you know given the the roster makeup, obviously OSU sits second um, in top thirty, or second in the Big Twelve and top thirty in the NCAA and um, overall team offense. While the Wildcats also hold a fair share of team pedigree on the offensive end, I think you're going to see some really good offensive games this weekend and. You know, uh, Oklahoma State needs to win this. I mean, Oklahoma State, looking on the outside, has, has a still a feasible shot at a Big 12 title. I, I know so that may shock some of you guys, but you know, West Virginia, that is, is, which currently sits in the lead, um, and currently is, is about to go undergo its most difficult stretch of the season. You've got Texas Tech at home for three games, and then Texas and Austin, and I don't think I need to do much by illustrating how difficult the Dish Fox Stadium is to play at. It's one of the meccas of college baseball and one of the, one of the most difficult places to play at, ultimately. So the Mountaineers sit at 13-5 in conference play. Oklahoma State sits at 11-7. Kansas State sits at 11-7. Let's say Oklahoma State wins, wins two out of three this weekend. Let's say... Tech takes two or three from West Virginia. Oklahoma State sitting at thirteen and eight. West Virginia sitting at fourteen and seven. 
Then West Virginia heads to Austin. Say West Virginia takes one of three, sitting at 15 and nine. Say Oklahoma State takes two of three against OU. Oklahoma State's also sitting at 15 and nine, and you're looking at a share of the Big 12 title. OSU's first regular season title since 2014. Now, I know in terms of a of a hosting resume in in uh, an outright conference title, regular season conference title would obviously look far more sexy to the um, committee. So, you know, Oklahoma State's going to have to sweep one of these next two for an outright title, in my eyes. I don't see West Virginia going any worse than two and four over its next two games. But, in, in hindsight, a, a conference title is a conference title. And I... TCU, I know last year won a conference title and obviously was a two seed going into the A&M regional, but that was that was an anomaly. That was one of the first. TCU was one of the first Big Twelve teams in I believe over a decade at that point that had that had won a conference regular season title and not hosted a regional. You know, OSU's RPIs up. OSU's RPIs in top twenty-five right now. Strength of schedules top thirty-five. So, and obviously, you know, the Cowboys are one of the uh, receiving the most votes among teams not ranked. OSU wins two of three against a talented Kansas State squad this weekend. Say, wins a series against OU or sweeps one of these two. You're looking at 16 and 8, 38 and 15 overall. And then, you know, win a couple, one or two, I'd say probably two, uh, preferably. I'm Josh Holiday, and you're, you're, you're without a doubt hosting a, a regional. Now that 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 done, uh, that done not to not address the elephant in the in the room. I mean, you're probably going to have to go to you know, South Carolina or LSU and Wake Forest if if OSU fans, if you guys want if you guys want to deal with those giants and Goliaths of college baseball. But. I, I think I know that's what in something with our mailbags and something I've been seeing on Twitter. Something OSU fans want want dearly is is to host a regional, and I mean that's your path. You gotta finish, I'd say five and one, in conference play, and you know probably win a couple games in the Big Twelve tournament. Um, that's certainly attainable. I mean OSU's offense has shown it, it's able to win shootouts, but you're also gonna need. It's a, for Carson Benj to be, keep being Carson Benj, the Carson Benj we've seen as of late, and you're going to need to for Ben Abram to keep you know, giving given good enough outings, and Jerron Watts Brown to return to his early season form. You you, you get Nolan McLean back, who at one point led the led the NCAA in saves and held a 1.65 ERA. You add Isaac Stebbins, who's already just shown he's been such a reliable relief pitcher. You you add that one-two punch back with with Stebbins and McLean. You add Baden Root out of the bullpen, who's who's pitching better than he ever has in his career at this point. Let's say you get Watts Brown back to his early season form, and you know you 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 keep getting good outings from Carson Bench. OSU's a tough team to stop down the stretch in, in, in terms of the Big 12 race. That's if Oklahoma State can get those 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 intangibles back to back into its ideal form, 
I don't think there's many teams that that can can compete with the Cowboys when, when fully healthy in the Big 12 Conference. I, I, I truly believe, in, and I, I've studied these teams all season long, I think West Virginia is a, a good team. This is probably Randy Macy's best team at West Virginia. Um, I know I know that 2019 squad is really good, but this is this this team's this is really good. Uh, its main concern is starting pitching. Ben Hampton isn't what he was last season. Uh, Blaine Draxel showed holes and weaknesses this past week, and in, in West Virginia has been struggling to find a Sunday guy. A, a sustainable Sunday guy. I think. I don't think West Virginia can really stay as hot as it as it has been for long. And you know, with OSU getting healthy, I think I think now's the time for the Cowboys to get hot at the end of the season and you know, win, win, win some win a couple series heading into the latter stretch of the season into into postseason play. Well, guys, that'll do it. Um, Friday night, series opener, Oklahoma State, Kansas State. Cowboys have not lost the series to the Wildcats under Josh Holliday. Prior to last season, hadn't lost a game to Kansas State since 2017. Kansas State avoided a series sweep in Manhattan and ended a, an extensive losing streak to OSU. Uh, big series this weekend. First pitch is set for 6 p.m. on Friday night. Saturday night moved up from 6 p.m. to 1 p.m. due to um, concerns of inclement weather. And Sunday, series finale set for a 1 p.m. pitch. So, Jerron Watts-Brown, according to the game notes, is on the mound for the Cowboys on Friday. Um, big series coming up for both teams and certainly an intriguing one regarding the Big 12 title race. So, as stated, first pitch uh, Friday night, series opener 6 p.m., uh, you, you guys have followed with us all season. You know where to find us. Um, my, myself and the, and the guys will be providing uh, live game coverage. We've got some really good stories dropping next week. Make sure to check out Okali.com for that. Um, and, and, and for all Okali sports content, not just baseball, uh, spring football, softball, you, know, you, ha- you name it. Um, but, but regarding baseball, you can find coverage there. We're going to have some really good stories from Bedlam next week. We had we have some really good ones this week, and uh, guys, we're, we're gonna have we're gonna we're gonna have a really well-rounded final stretch of the season, and we look forward to spending it with you guys. Once again, I'm Daniel Allen. See you next week.